what you do using, again, motivation techniques, psyching yourself up, uh, having that morning mantra or whatever that you do. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way, if you're doing it right, but most people don't do it right. What they do is they bury their emotions that are telling them that there's a warning sign. Welcome to Masajati's podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where you can transform simply by listening. Experience the power of frequencies and the next step in consciousness evolution. Hi, this is Maso Jari. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. And this episode is on your emotions and how to thrive with them. Okay? And, you know, I, through what I do, you know, I check out other people, you know, um, you know, motivational speakers, gurus and all that. And they always tell you, and there's a ton of books that tell you to, to again, stay away from your negative emotions, go towards the positive. Okay. That is so old hat. Right? And again, it doesn't really work. This is why... This is why, well, there's t there's tons of reasons and we could go on for weeks uh, on emotions and how to calibrate them and all that, but I'll, I'll boil it down. And then through through some of the deeper sessions that we do, you know, we go into the deeper topics on how to handle your emotions, how to how to calibrate them properly, how to use them to benefit you. But I'll, I'll just give you a rough overview in this podcast. Uh, and in this podcast, let's take a deep breath in and we'll make it an experiential um uh, podcast for you. Take a deep breath in and just notice your spine. Notice your heart space. Okay. Uh, and if you haven't listened to why you shouldn't trust your emotions, highly recommend listening to that podcast first. Right. So a lot of people, what they do is, and we've learned and we've been taught and we've been again pounded on that you shouldn't, you should always keep away from your negative emotions. Right. You should always keep away from fear, run into safety. You should always keep away from being, say, depressed and run into happiness. And again, it creates a separation. It, it literally splits you in two. Some of you might actually split into, say, more factors or more aspects of yourself than just two. Again, which is really dangerous for you. And this is where severe anxiety, severe depression, severe uh psychosis, any of those factors happen because again, your emotions have say literally split you. You should be like one integrated and then it tears you apart, right? It's because of your emotions, right? So let's take a deep breath in and I'll help you guide yourself into say a more wholesomeness where you can use your emotions properly or you can calibrate your emotions. So, so the reason why you, one, you shouldn't trust your emotions, uh, discuss that in another podcast. Two, why you shouldn't stay away from negative emotions and just observe and then run towards positive emotions. And this is where you hear a lot of success mechanisms or leaders, right? People ask you, it's like, well, what, what do you do or how to control your emotions? Well, like easy. I just put on this facade, right? You psych yourself up in the morning. You spend two, three hours or whatever, right? Psyching yourself up to go, I'm gung-ho, I'm a gladiator, I am this, I am that. And again, you what you do is basically bury the emotions that you're feeling, the true emotions that who you are deep inside and you wear a facade. So basically, if you think about it, you're a sheep, you're a hurt little lamb. And then what do you do? You put on a tiger or a lion's clothing and you go out there and you do your CEO job or, you know, you're uh, head of a, I don't know, uh, head of a hedge fund. Uh, you know, you're that big lion out there, but deep inside, you know, you're a hurt little kid. I see that in CEOs all the fucking time. 
every time and they're just like, Mas, I don't know why this success doesn't feel good to me. Or especially women. Women at the high level jobs, it's like, fuck, I, I can't, I, I'm Mas, I'm not myself. The more success I have, the more I hate myself. Well, there's lots of reasons for that. Again, we're just gonna focus in on, say, the aspects of uh, emotion. The reason why is, again, those emotions are warning signs for you, for you to do something about your situation, but you don't. What you do using, again, motivation techniques, psyching yourself up, uh, having that morning mantra or whatever that you do, and there's nothing wrong with that, by the way, if you're doing it right, but most people don't do it right. What they do is they bury their emotions that are telling them that there's a warning sign. Many people do that with diseases, right? They go, oh, you know, it's like, shit, I'm feeling this flutter in my heart. It must be the coffee or it must be this. Or, you know, it's like, it's okay. It'll go away. But then later on, you know, it's like, hey, Mr. Smith, you've got heart disease or whatever. Because you didn't, again, pay attention to the warning signs. Simple as that. So your emotions are literally there for your warning signs. And I I just want to ask you something. Say that your car gauge, your gas gauge, and then your oil temperature uh, and your water temperature in your car is really high, right? It, it's past boiling point uh, and it's showing you a red indicator light. And then what you do is like, well, I'm just going to bear that. Uh, I'm just going to paste over it so I don't see it. Or what I'm going to do, I'm going to just draw over it and pretend that it's at a normal level. You know, your oil pressure, you know, your engine's about to blow up. But what do you do? Fuck it. I'm not going to pay attention to the the warning signs. I'm just going to cover that gauge up and then put it to where it's normal. You know, you're running out of gas. It's like, fuck, I don't need that. You know, uh, there's no time, right? What I'm going to do is cover it up. I'm just going to put a label on there and then mark it where it's full. Well, where is that going to get you if you did that to your vehicle? It's the same thing when you're doing it to yourself. So emotions. Okay? especially the negative ones. These are the, uh, the, the, the emotions that you should be paying attention to, but you don't. You, you stay away from them. They're not negative. Those emotions are, again, gauges for you on where you are in life. They're not escape mechanisms. That's the problem. You see that your life is not going well. You feel like depressed or you feel unwhole. Uh, take another deep breath in or you feel empty. That makes sense to you right? So what do you do? It's like, well, shit, these are the emotions. I want to escape from them. So I'm going to go drink. I'm going to go party. I'm going to go abuse myself. I'm going to go have a one night stand. I'm going to go, uh, you know, make a hell of a lot of money. I'm going to go do whatever. But those things, whatever you do again, because they're uh, magnifiers, they'll elevate this emotion that you're actually feeling. That gauge is that before it was just a light, you know, a little blink on your light, on your gauge, right? that emotion of emptiness or negativity or, you know, uh, whatever it might be. But now it's blaring at you. It's like a signal that going, you know, it's like a horn. It's like, eh, eh, eh. and you go, fuck, I don't want to hear it. I'm going to go get drunk more. I'm going to go make more money. I'm going to go more do this. I'm going to go have like an abusive relationship because then that's going to bury it because I'm going to have fun. But then you go come home and you're alone. What does that do? You can't deny it. You try to go to sleep, you take, you know, sleeping pills, you take whatever you take, you go to your psychologist, you go to whatever. It's like, here, take some pills. You know, it's like, don't deal with your emotions. Take some pills, you know, dumb it down a little bit, right? It doesn't work. 
doesn't really work out well. It's basically like you putting your hand on the stove. It's like, fuck, you know what? I don't want to pay attention to that. So doctor, can you numb my hand so I can keep my hand on the stove longer? That's what you're doing to your psyche or your spirit, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't really matter. Uh, take a deep breath in again. What you want to do, again, and it hurts. It really hurts. I've been there, guys. I've always, you know, not always, but in the past, it's like, as I was, again, especially after or close to my near-death experience, and that's why my first near-death experience was so, say, transformational for me. Because before my near-death experience, it, my whole life flipped upside down. Because who I thought I was, right, compared to who I really was, started to, like, separate. Again, there's that proximity or that separation. And it's like, God, I'm really this. But I think I'm this. You know, and again, a young, smart kid, you know, you know, good looking and all that, you know, uh, fun with with the group and stuff. But deep down inside, you know, I wanted more. You know, it wasn't just about the money. It wasn't about just getting women. It wasn't about all those things that, you know, young guys actually do. Right. Success and all. It wasn't about that. Right. It's like, well, why was I feeling more empty as I become more and more, say, happier on the outside? And that really started to, say, bother me. I mean, it bothered me so much to the point that, well. I came into a second near death searching for those answers. Right? So I've been there and it hurts because it hurts because be in the past, you've denied it so much. You've denied everything. Your parents, especially with boys, right? Boys aren't supposed to cry. There's even, God, that one song, 10CC, I think it is. Uh, uh, big boys don't cry, right? Uh, back then, that was one of my favorite songs and it just hit me around 18, 19. It's like, fuck, you know, why can't we cry, right? It's like, why can't we do that? And, you know, I listened to that song once a long time ago and I even get tears now thinking about that. Like one day I just fucking broke and just like cried and it's like, holy shit, this is what, it felt so good to experience all aspects of emotions. And it was, it was, a, and it was a beautiful feeling, by the way. And I actually embraced this like, oh, that's what they were. So it reset me to understand what negative emotions was. And then when I went into my first near-death experience, it elevated me to a higher levels to use those emotions as a, as a tool. So nowadays, what I do is I'll help you calibrate your emotions. So take a deep breath in, guys. So in our whole society, again, we stay away from bad, we go towards good. But Again, in human experience, one of the most disturbing things that I see is that people label good and bad, and they don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Some of the worst experiences that you've had, for example, are some of the most enlightening experiences, right? Some people will go, if I knew about my, say, near death, I would do everything to go, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to have a dying experience. You know, I don't want that, right? But that was the most enlivening experience. Again, people attach the worst things to those, to those situations or events that expand you. The reason why they expand you is they push you beyond your bubble, okay? Do you have to do that? Well, in today's society, you kind of do because society dictates that you do to expand. But in the future, you don't have to do that. You don't have to go through, say, negativity to, to, to understand your bigger blessings of who you are. Again, you do not have to do that. There's plenty of people who've done it through XI, and that's why future generations of people who do XI, they change faster, they move faster, 
This is the reason why, because we've already expanded in that space for you, so it makes it easier. But back to emotions, uh, take a deep breath in. So the first step is, again, observe what society standards are, what your family standards are, what your culture standards are on emotions, especially between men and women. Okay? So observe that. Okay? And then observe it, and you don't have to judge it, but just observe those patterns and observe how it resonates in you. Because there's a deeper, and this is what I'm helping you with right now, um, is observing your natural true, say, definition of what those definitions of hatred is about, definitions of jealousy is about, definitions of anger is about. Again, all those emotions that we should stay away from. But XI dictates that, no, those are fantastic motivators for you to get to where you want to go. And if you really, really want to be successful, or people who are truly successful, I'm talking about spherical abundance, not just a hell of a lot of money, because I work on those people. They go, fuck, I'm, I have a hell of a lot of money, man, but I'm not happy. Because they didn't use, they didn't calibrate their emotions properly. So you want to use those as emotions again as factors to accelerate you towards success or happiness or joy or that deep intimacy, deep sexual connection or whatever that you want. Okay? Because if your emotions aren't calibrated right, because of the programming that's not calibrated right, you'll never feel any of that. And if you do, it's very short lived. It's not sustainable. And again, there's no passion when the passion dies like right away. Right? It wasn't your true passion. So take a deep breath in again. So what you want to do is observe your emotions. You don't want to trust them. Because like we talked about in another podcast, you just want to observe them. You want to see what gauges are accurate for you and what gauges aren't. If you want, you can observe your emotions. Say the, how you felt when you fell in love. Observe the past two, three, four, some of you, seven, ten, like Elizabeth Taylor. I don't know how many husbands she's had. But you know, all those all those emotions that say attracted her to those husbands that she had. That was never satisfying, right? I don't know why she comes into the picture. Anyway, um, forget that. <laughs> but um, um, what was I? So so again, observe where your relationships have taken you, whether again, it's a love relationship, a career relationship, your intuition. So observe where those relationships, look at the end results of you following your uh, emotions. And if it's not what you wanted, again, just observe it. Don't go, ah, shit. Moss is telling me, don't trust my emotions. Now what do I do? Where do I go from there? Yeah, the next step for you is to just to observe, to separate yourself, separate your identity from your emotions. Because your emotions are not you. Thanks for joining. The episode you just listened to is encoded with frequencies of higher consciousness. It's normal if you begin to feel differently or confused. It's the process of change. For best results, observe and practice spatial referencing. Ask yourself, what if I could choose things differently? To learn more, subscribe to the Exponential Intelligence Podcast, sign up for the newsletter for exclusive information and offers, or join Maz on social media through the links in the show notes below.